0: Well, how about that? Escaping, escaping Utah with a close victory on the road. Their lone win on the end of the five-game road trip. Sixers beat the Jazz by three behind Tyrese Maxey's career high, 51 much needed. And this one, welcome to the PHLY Sixers post-game show here with Kyle Newbeck, Derek Bodner. I'm Devon Givens. Well, fellas, as much as we talked about, of course, the bad news of the day, we mixed in a little bit of good news with Tyrese Maxey being named an all-star. And man, did he really step into that role tonight on the road against the jazz nice win for this team as they head back east and a phenomenal performance from that first time all-star
1: i mean look uh just a it was more than a little bit of good news for tyrese to be mentioned as an all-star it pales in comparison to the bad news that we got but just because we got potentially catastrophic bad news not i don't even want to say it that really bad news just because we got really bad news does not diminish the accomplishment that tyrese had so i'll push back on the slate.
0: Why are you, why are you doing this at, at one o'clock in the morning? <laughs> Derek just wants to be argumentative. He can't help himself. And I say that as
2: someone who is always argumentative.
1: But... I'm just saying Tyrese had a real good day. Good right, for
2: him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would say this. It's exactly what I said on Twitter. That is the human mood booster right there. Mr. Sunshine, rainbows, and positivity himself. Tyrese Maxey, basically the exact opposite of Derek Bodner in a person. <laughs> just unbelievable <laughs> performance that honestly is amazing mostly because it was the type of shots that he has not been hitting for however many months now, you know, came out to start the season lit the house on fire with all those threes, obviously. And we talked many times over at this point about too many pull up threes, too many this are They got to get them off ball reps. They got to do this. And then the first game without Joel Embiid coming off of the ankle injury layoff, maybe he's going to be rusty. Maybe it's going to be tough. Maybe they're going to double him. Chris Dunn's a good on-ball guard defender. And he just fucking torched those guys. Like credit to Chris Dunn for some some good stuff in the third quarter. Certainly helped slow him down at times in the second half. But, I mean, just what a performance. And there are some other guys we'll get to in this – short version of the pod that I thought had good nights, but talk about a statement game. And honestly, I'm sure like knowing Tyrese, uh, I won't get the chance to talk to him tonight. I would sure there's a small part of them. That's like, I'm going to go put on a show for Joel, who I saw. He said, talk to him basically immediately after the announcement was blowing up his phone. So cool moment, cement the all-star status and appearance. With a career high fifty one, can't do better than that. Yeah, yeah I mean, man. look, he
1: he came out. I think he had what
2: the first. It's <laughs> both for like, it's like somebody unplugged your internet at the same. Time. I mean, You're I was like, no, I was waiting for
1: Devon because because uh, I had the first segment, Kyle had the second. I was waiting for Devon to catch uh, up in the third, <laughs> but we're all tired and none of us are on the same page. That's uh... fine. uh No, look, he had the first ten points of the game for the Sixers. I think uh sixteen of the first nineteen. That three ball, that deep three ball, we're talking 30-foot three balls, pull up off of screens was money. That opened up a lot of driving lanes as the big started to overextend himself on the perimeter. He had every layup going in the book. Incredible touch. Um, I thought he probably had some fouls. He could have got calls on that he didn't. uh, Sort of seems to be the Tyrese Maxey story this season. He was huge the entire night. And look, Kyle said it. Those were the threes that were not going down for quite a while. Those were the threes that in, you know, the 12 games, I forget exactly how many of those 12 games Tyrese has played that of the 12 games you all missed. I think Tyrese has played like maybe eight or nine of them in those other games. Tyrese has not been at his best self in part because those threes haven't been going. It's been tougher for him to get those looks without him on the floor. Uh, those step back threes are hard to make a living off of on a full time basis. But tonight, I mean, those were not like just normal threes. Those were, like I said, 30 foot step back clearing space incredible threes uh that was i don't know if it was the fact that he felt like he had to do more withdrawal and beat out or the fact that he got like a little bit of an adrenaline boost not that like, like tyrese Max, he seems like the type who was born caffeinated but he might have gotten a little bit of an adrenaline boost with the uh all-star announcement either way he was fantastic
0: he seemed like he had a different we've seen him go off we've seen him in the zone before we've seen him have these types of nights the second 50 point game this one being a career high 51. But he seemed like he had a different bounce, Derek, as you say that. As I was looking at him earlier, sometimes you have those guys, first-time All-Stars, they have a different look, you know, that first time out there. And he seemed like he had a different strut, even though it was the normal Tyree strut. But he seemed like he had something different about him tonight. And with those coverages that they were bringing, we talked about it already. They're going to show him some different stuff. They're going to bring that stuff to him the same way we saw in the Indiana game. That caused him to play a little differently. But tonight, right away, the first jumper that he made, the first three that he made, and then to hit that step back the way that he did. And and it was funny because the one that I thought I saw him uh, right when they called the timeout after the make, he did the play, and you know sometimes that offhand, we've seen it, Jordan offhand on Ryan Russell or James Harden last year getting the call against him as an offensive foul with that offhand as you do the step back. And he did it, and he waved, but Chris Dunn had already moved back about two feet And so he was so far away. That
2: one was crazy, man.
0: (laughs) Foul call, Chris Dunn did, but it was so clean on the swipe that he didn't touch him. And you could see him, Tyrese, talking back to them because they were complaining about it was a foul, but it wasn't. But that was so, so smooth the way that he did it. And then, of course, the finish and making that shot. He was, he was great. And I thought even, even in the end, you're like, all right, they're trying to trap him pass the ball. So you guys can kind of move the ball get some seconds. Of course he wanted the 50, uh, get some seconds off the clock. He wanted that 50, but everything he did tonight. And I even looked to see, let me see how many assists does he have? It's like 32 points or whatever I have. No assists. So what? (laughs) Because he was the one with his points, keeping them in the game. Tobias Harris also had played a pretty, pretty good game, but He was phenomenal tonight. He was great. And he showed why we talk about him the way that we do talk about him. And he even said it, Kyle, as you said, you didn't hear what he had to say after the game. He said that while he was talking to Joel, uh, FaceTiming him because he was trying to see the announcement of him making the All-Star game. His mom was calling him, so they kept busting up his feed of watching it. But the one thing that he mentioned was... My ankle still hurts. I was going to sit this one out, too. But once I found out Joel wasn't playing, I had to get out there. I wasn't going to leave my team. I head. talked
2: about this the other day, man. Like, this is what Many I mean <laughs> Obviously, like we have established, there's a difference between injured and hurt. But you got to be really, really careful. I'm not trying to, like, throw cold water on a 51-point game. But, like, yeah. you can't get Tyrese hurt because he's playing – or can't get him injured because he's playing hurt when Joel is all right. Like you can't, the whole, the whole thing will go off the rails. Like let's, let's maybe after you should have learned a lesson on Tuesday. Kyle Newbeck angry about time. Tyrese
1: Maxey's 51 point performance. <laughs> and they call me the grumpy one.
2: Uh, the aggregators are sick right
0: now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But now nah, man, to do that and still not feel, as he said, hundred percent to still go out there knowing that they were coming after him. Still, he didn't look like his ankle was bothering him at all. And I'm not even talking about on the shot making from the perimeter. I'm talking about driving past his defenders and getting to the basket, having two and three defenders coming at him, still going after them, leaping the way that he was into the defenders. And sometimes you worry about how you're going to land after you hit that body up in the air like that and still having to maneuver with those seven footers there. he, He was great all around. Great, great game from him.
2: Yeah, just look, and I don't want to downplay some of the other guys who stepped up. Right, I, we're gonna this is gonna be a condensed show tonight. Not gonna be forty-five minutes, so I want to make sure show some love to to everybody else. Jane Springer, real incredible, breath yep. of fresh air off the bench. Like he's he's gonna... in
1: He's going to quickly become the most frustrating player on the team for me because I need that point of attack defense on the floor. I need it. I need it in a big way. They have not had that in a long time. Even their good defenders are not that kind of like blow up the other team's primary score type of defenders. They need him to be playable offensively. And gosh, every time he does a spin move in traffic, I'm going to rip my hair out because they need, he needs to stop giving Nick nurse's nurse excuses for not playing. him. They need him on that floor.
2: And by the way, we do have a super chat from Foster Black III to that point said Springer solidified himself as an elite defender tonight. I'm assuming he meant if he learns to score, not if he learns the score. Although I don't know if Jaden keeps track of what the score is during the game. So maybe Foster's alluding to something else. But to your point, Derek, like his defense now becomes even more critical than it was with yeah. Joel out there, right? Like you could argue – With Joel on the floor, he sets a high enough defensive floor for the group that you just want to surround him with offense. Like Obviously, there's a a line there. You don't want to just have a bunch of turnstiles, but he can clean some things up. Well, now that you have Paul Reed, who's more of a switch guy than a true rim protector, and Mo Bamba, who's the rim protector but can't move in space, you're going to need guys who can guard the yard, so to speak. So Springer, to me change that game for stretches, right? Like Jordan Clarkson wanted absolutely no parts of him. Several drives to the basket where he's trying to go through Springer and Springer's like forcing him to basically juggle the ball as he's going, threw up some garbage at the rim. I don't know he ended up finishing shooting the ball, but even if he ended up at like mediocre efficiency. Five for 15. Yeah. So like on top of that, created some turnovers and there were some possessions where Utah didn't even get shots up. There was a 24 second violation yep. or two. So that was, I mean, that's the case right there. If you just put together a mixtape from that game and showed it to, you know, a, a blind per- a person who'd never watched the Sixers before they would say that guy's got to play. I got to find a, a way to get that person in the rotation. So awesome. Big statement game from Jaden
0: as well.
1: I'm waiting for you, Devon. I'm not talking over you this time.
0: <laughs> and I was about to say your turn, Derek. <laughs> just fucking talk. talk. It's it, a man. podcast, you bozos. <laughs> no, I mean,
1: I, I just I just spoke about James, so I don't really have that much more to add. They need his defense on the court, but they need him to be more playable offensively. The one corner three was nice. It was the only shot yeah. that he made. Um, But he was I mean, he was locking Clarkson down. And, and, and to Kyle's point, the fighting over the screens that force that 24 second shot clock violation great to see um all of the 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 deflections i i really like what he brings defensively and like i said they have not had that shutdown point of attack defender in really since ben simmons left um it's been a huge area of need even even the good players like matisse the good defenders like matisse or like the anthony they're not that kind of player and Jaden's built like a tank like he can be a shutdown defender on a bunch of different archetypes but my gosh I mean, the stupid fouls are annoying, but I think he'll figure that out if given enough playing time, but to do something on offense is still a huge concern.
0: Yeah. Again, look, he was really good. Uh, I wouldn't say it was elite uh, uh, or elite defender in this league, but he certainly was really good tonight with the job that he did and frustrating Jordan Clarkson Uh, offensively. I agree, Derek. That's the part where, of course, that's where it's like, look, Doc Rivers. Told us maybe one true thing, which is this guy has a chance to be a very good defender in this league for a long time. And uh, he showed some of that tonight Uh, with it. You know, it was frustrating. It was damn, you know, hits Lowry Market on the elbow when the Sixers are are trying to make a run and try to extend things a little bit and keep the jazz away. Hits Lowry Market in a mid-range jumper on the elbow. You understand what he was doing, just trying to crowd his spacing and, and put your hand in the space to disrupt that shot and not allow him a good look but you know he'll learn from that as you just said so uh, his defense was really really good offensively he can still be even when he has the ball and it's not just the the spin move it's all of it before it. it's not passing it's the black hole part where he hasn't trusted himself yet to really continue to swing the basketball as he's driving to the basket and already has his mind made up that he's going to take a shot or go to that spin move His patent spin move to see if he can get something done but uh, if they can do that because they don't have anything else as you said Kyle the Anthony Melton is a good defender but it's not the same way you saw Daniel House getting the start tonight with his length and putting him on some of those guards to try to try to disrupt some things but it's not the same. That right there, though, is the closest to being something that you can count on defensively to disrupt and slow the offense down, to break up a play, to disrupt whatever action they have going on so they cannot get into that rhythm. He is the closest thing, to it. And if he can now start to crack the lineup and get some of those those minutes and they go those certain small lineups out there, then then they have something that can at least again. Lead offense, defense leading the offense the other way because what he's doing and breaking things up on the perimeter.
2: Yeah. And look, they're going to need that too, right? The defense to offense because Mm -hmm. they just lost the NBA's leading scorer and a guy who's had like a 38, 39% usage rate for most of this, much of the season. Like you're simply not going to be able to consistently manufacture points at the same rate that they were. So he's going to help them there. Big time. But let's
1: be real, Kyle. They've been figuring out how to win without Joel Embiid for years because he only plays against the easy teams, anyway. So they've been generating <laughs> offense this entire time. I
2: was wondering where you're going with this point, and uh, uh, now I now I got you. But but yeah, like l- the other thing too with Jaden, he's going to play hard enough that look, there are going to be those silly fouls, right? That he's going to have to gain more experience and learn, all right, there's a difference between playing hard and playing reckless, but you could see it even when they're in like zone looks and things like that, that, you know, he's going to get to the spot, you know, he's going to do what needs to happen. And that is not a guarantee for, I don't know, a good amount of the rotation at this point. So while I'm worried about overall defense, I think he can make a difference. You know, Papev comes in, plays with energy off the bench, tyrese has a lot of issues but at least tries so they're gonna have to cobble something together some way somehow
0: and i also think it's um these being on the road and some of the questionable things that have happened when he's gotten into the games being back at home and being on the home floor for a good stretch here where they have a few home games the crowd behind him when he makes a good play and 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 they jump on top of him with with the cheers and, and all as they now lead to the other way that stuff always helps with those role players with How how that affects the game in that way. So coming back home now, knowing that he's probably going to get some minutes. Also knowing that he's going to get out there on the floor, just try to make make a few less mistakes. That that should bode well for them and him when they get back home. Uh, Another super chat here, Mr. Roddy Poo. Mr. Roddy Poo. One o'clock in the morning, checking in. It's
2: Rudy Poo. Come on, get it right, Devon.
0: (laughs) Rudy Poo. Rudy Poo. Poo. (laughs) <laughs> Daniel House Jr. is a main character. Nick Nurse uh, with a couple of laughing emojis. When, pre, when, pre, pre when House
1: went to line up marketing, <laughs> Nurse was like, oh, no, no, hell no, time out. We got to draw something up. I was dying. I was absolutely dying. And I think they Mr. ended up getting Rudy a could. corner three for House on the, that possession anyway, didn't they? I think it ended up working out I'm for cool Daniel. He just did. needed yeah. to yeah. trust yeah. Nick's process a little more.
2: Mr. Mr. Rudy, Rudy Poo, Poo. let let me reassure you that when you say that he's a main character, I can promise you that he is he also a main with- character <laughs> off the floor and <laughs> basically off that sets of his life because you walk into that locker room and it is abundantly clear that Daniel House Jr. has never walked into a room where he didn't think he had something valuable to say or do. Uh, and just- also... Quite a character.
1: He one hundred percent agrees with you that he is the main character. One hundred percent. Yes. He I a... like.
2: God bless him. You've got to have interesting guys in the locker yes. room that are the role players, and I love him for that.
1: I tr- I truthfully do enjoy enjoy the the nah, Daniel House experience. I'm just not sure Nick always enjoys it. Yeah, that's
2: it. Is what it is. You know what? I'm sure Nick did enjoy tonight. Tobias Harris, I, yeah. I thought, you know, at least on offense. obviously, yeah, well, that kind of goes without saying, as we're saying, Jaden Springer's got to play because they've <laughs> had no, they got no defensive options. But Tobias hit like he's had a lot of these games this year where he hit a bunch of run stopping shots or two point game, four point game might be going the other way. Utah's on a run. Whoever they're playing is on a run. And he just gets in the mid-post, gets to a spot, hits a mid-range jumper, and allows them to stay in the game. So, look, I have my frustrations with him that we vocalized over and over and over again. But reminder that he is going to be essential if they're going to hold down the fort without Joel. That one shot he had on the baseline in the fourth quarter, that was a
0: ridiculous yeah. shot. Like, he hit a bunch of them. I thought he was of falling that like, out, of, out of bounds. I thought that was going to hit the side of the backboard.
2: Yeah, I I thought that one had no chance. Most of the other ones are like, oh, okay, those are Tobias Wheelhouse shots. But that was a desperation baseline, like, no way this is going in. And he hit it clean. So I give him quite a bit of grief. But awesome game offensively from him, including against the zone, right? Like, normally Joel has become that he's the guy in the middle of the zone and you just hit a mid-range jumper and that dissuades them from playing it. Tobias had a bunch of catches there where – quick decisions and look, quick decisions have not not been his forte throughout his career. So salute to him for that as well. I'll give him credit too
0: for late in the game, Derek, I'm stealing this one. I'll give him credit for for him uh, late in the game uh, when they were, you know, again, fighting for points and make sure they extend the lead against the jazz. They drew a double team on the left side of the, the left side of the box. And Patrick Beverly was in the corner and as they were also dragging another def- defender away along the baseline, drew the double team and hit Patrick Beverly in the corner. Now, Beverly has to make the shot, but it was the right pass because Tobias Harris having to shoot over a couple of defenders there, even though he made a few, the right play, though, was to pass it right there to the open guy in the corner. And Beverly, to his credit, knocked it down. So I give him credit for that for sure. He had seven assists tonight. I'm sure a few of those were to Maxi, but that was a huge one late, late in the game.
1: And he is, when we start talking about a post-Joel, I don't want, not, not post-Joel, during this gap period where Joel may not be available. No idea how long that's going to be. That's a topic for another uh, show. But during this period, I do think uh, Tobias is one of those players who could raise their level of game more than maybe um, we will expect or be comfortable relying on him. I th- Basically, I think a lot of the spots that he wants to operate in are going to be a little bit more open in terms of spacing. And he, I mean, he attacked the shit out of those paces tonight. Um, he got marketing off the dribble a bunch. He got to his spots, got to his pull-ups, the driving lanes, and made the most of it. Uh, he was aggressive. He was continued to take the three-point shots, even though they didn't fall. Curious to see what happens on next game. It's always a game-to-game basis with him, but I like the fact he took shots and he ended up shooting like 13 for 16 inside of the uh, three-point line. So he found effectiveness even without the jumper working. Um, mm. He was real good offensively.
2: You by the way paid, these super chats keep out. rolling in so if derek wants to go to bed tonight we got to really roll yeah, on guys these topics i, I don't want
1: to tell you not to give us super <laughs> chats because i'm sure my boss would not love, love that
2: but guys I, I want to reinforce i love how many people are hanging out with us at 120 in the morning east coast we got Puppas overseas and believe he's in the uk hanging out well and i mean he's probably like out a, walking
1: the dog now it's early for him
2: That's what I mean. And Puppas with a five and a half pound super chat just says Tyrese Maxi. And Puppas, yes, I agree. Tyrese Maxi,
0: said.
2: said. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, man, he's like we kind of I rolled past him a little too quickly because I sympathize that Derek is uh, running on fumes.
1: No, I'm I'm fine. Look, the difference between like (laughs) a 30 minute show and a 50 minute show isn't going to affect my quality of life. Let's do it. Fucking do it, man. No,
2: like, look. So, Devon, you brought up earlier uh, the all-star swagger, or for lack of a better word. I don't know if you caught Jalen Brunson got interviewed after the Knicks game. And it was a very cool moment seeing all the Knicks fans stayed after, or a lot of the Knicks fans stayed after the game in order to just still be there and hear Jalen get interviewed and take in that moment and seeing him get – that emotional about it. It did make me a little angry all over again about the uh the, the news drop right as he's getting named an all-star. But it's also yeah. a reminder like this is a really awesome thing for Tyrese year four, all the work he's put in. I know the uh the inside the NBA guys and, and Kenny Smith specifically were talking Tyrese up after the game. And Kenny essentially said, and we've reported on this shared this as far as we have been told it in the past but he's saying like yeah yeah in la in the summer and it's not even noon yet and tyrese maxi's getting ready for like his third workout of the day yeah. and that's like to get the respect of those guys on that show they're just a bunch of ball busters who sit there and like shaq picks apart every big man and Charles picks apart even like Kevin Durant. He's not a bus driver, this and that. And so I know it's early in the Tyrese Maxey career cycle. Eventually there will be expectations on him and big moments to perform and lead teams in the playoffs and so on and so forth. But it's really cool seeing a kid who has worked so damn hard the way that he has get the, the love from the media, the fans, the former players, the current players, like I, I said it before, the amount of love he got from the current players, where he was, what was it, two in the Second. player rank for yep. Eastern yep. Conference backcourt, that alone says a lot because those are the guys that normally it takes longer for, it just like everyone else. That once your opinion gets entrenched for, you know, a guy like Trey, guy like Dame, these guys who are at the, at or near the top of the, the pack for the backcourt for tyrese to break through that group this year and basically the only full year as full time you are the point guard and the lead guard the lead guy it's a really cool thing and I, I hope that he's it sure seems like he's excited and proud and all that but i hope he gets to savor this for a little bit
1: yeah and look uh, we i don't even think we have ever really been tyrese maxi like i said on the show earlier today i had him like 12th or something in my pre-draft ranking when he came in you were excited about him every year you're like yeah i i don't know if i can put an upside on him but even so he's sort of like exceeded our expectations well now he's gonna we think have an extended run of trying to lead the team without Joel Embiid for really the first time in his career i'm not saying he's gonna do this every night certainly that would be historic but he has a chance to learn how to navigate this. Whereas before it was like a game here without Joel, a game there without Joel. Now it's going to be like, oh, it could be a couple of weeks, could be a month, could be six weeks, could be who knows. How does he adapt? How does he learn on the fly? How does he adjust to what the defense is throwing at him? It will be another chance for Tyrese Maxi to exceed everyone's expectations. And depending on how confident they are on getting Embiid back for the playoff run, what they do at the deadline. Um, a lot of the doom and gloom, Tyrese Maxey, more than anyone in the organization, has a chance to sort of alleviate that and keep them afloat. And uh, like I said, he just, he, he impresses us and exceeds our expectations so often that it does leave me excited to see what he's going to do.
0: With, with us knowing Tyrese the way that we all do, and even the fans, because he shows it to them. Uh, all of the stuff that we're worried about, wouldn't it be something for the one guy, as you said, doom and gloom, the one guy who's always smiling and making sure everything is cool within that locker room. And we think there's a, there's a huge problem right now. We don't know how, to what extent, but the big fella is out that he's the one that could come in and, and save this thing until Embiid gets back. So that would certainly be something, but I got three things off of what you guys said. Number one, Kyle, he may, he did not have that opportunity to, as you said, like Jalen Brunson, number one, that Ovation on Saturday, is going to be nuts uh, when he's introduced. He might have a chance to have a big game against the Brooklyn Nets and certainly have that <clears throat> post-game type of interaction with the fan base as well. Number two, the respect of the players, uh, there was a play after he scored and there was a foul and some free throws were being um free throws were being uh, shot down the end he's down the other end he 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 made the foul he didn't think it was a foul he's down talking to chris dunn yeah Uh, i think it was uh jason terry is an assistant coach yeah Colin sexton was on the bench normally that stuff is really really you can kind of tell how nasty it is when they're going back and forth but it seemed like they were having a genuine conversation of I don't think I fouled. What did I do? And Chris Dunn is like, yeah, I think when, when he spun, you, right, he's kind of just telling him what's going on. And I'm like, that's respect right there. Now, they're not huge names, but Chris Dunn is hanging on for his NBA life. Colin Sexton is getting back into the starting lineup, and he's you know doing his thing. Meanwhile, he is cooking this team, and they're talking to him very nicely on this bench. And then the final one was a foul on him late in the game, and – He's busting their ass, right? Colin Sexton and Jordan Clarkson help him up off the floor.
2: That's an ass from Devon. Is that like a landmark I know. moment?
0: And it's, it's one twenty-seven. I- it's 127 in the morning. But I'm I'm like, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm like, so wait, how this- how
1: how long do we have to podcast to get an F bomb out of you? Because <laughs> I will be I will commit to that. I will
0: commit to that. <laughs> Maybe I'll lose my mind one day and I'll say it. Um, uh. uh, but that's respect to me right? That's respect. This guy's hanging 40 plus, And I don't even think he had 50 at that point yet, but he's hanging that number on you and you help him up off the floor. And this is a close game. There's a level of respect that you can dap it up and hug him out at the end of the game and tell him congratulations and all of that stuff. Those are two things right there that Kyle, you talk about the respect from his peers that even while he is destroying you, I'm still going to help this dude up off the floor. So those couple of things that stood out to me.
2: Listen, he's he's basically the Devon Gibbons of the NBA, where he's just so nice you can't, everyone. You can't hate. To, you can't
1: hate Devon, yeah.
2: Every, everyone just wants to be so nice to him because that's the the type of feeling that you project into the world. So I Kyle, Kyle
1: and I might have our abrasive aspects of our personality. There might be a little bit no, of trolling in there with no us. No way. Um, <laughs> but with Devon, it's 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 all it's all perfect. It's also
2: the entire state of Colorado hates me for no reason. My mentions have been destroyed
1: for three straight days, almost entirely because of you.
2: I just, I just lit the match. I can't speak to why the gasoline was there. (laughs) I had had nothing to do with that part. Um,
1: Well, we got some,
2: listen, Nolan Reese sent a hello from Los Angeles and still at work. So Nolan, I hope you, uh, I don't know what you do for your, I can't say day job, but for your job. I hope you get out of there soon. We got a few super chats,
0: fellas. So we yep. got to
2: keep on rolling. Which one do you on want to take, rolling. Devon? Mr. Uh, uh, let's go to Mr.
0: Maxia of the pod. <laughs> let's go to Sanj there. Uh, can Can each of you name a guy? You would slightly overpay for at the deadline that is gettable will be discussed a lot but want to see your 2 a.m answer with the laughing emoji signs you set us up to stay here a little bit longer with a question like that but we appreciate it man thank you for what? hanging out with us um somebody you overpay for derek at the deadline here, I'll, throw the, over, I'll throw i'll throw it to
1: kyle kyle if you had to guess my answer what would it be
2: uh, is it someone related to a host of this podcast?
1: well no because you can't overpay for him because they don't have enough to get him anyway
2: realistic uh, option it's either bogey or Caruso but it's atlanta bogdanovich yeah, yeah. it's gotta be it's, it's
1: because he'll help now with Joel out and he's got what two years left after this one those are both very key aspects for me mm-hmm. the, the, the two, two years, years is we, just, we just talked about it like if you're looking at it, like how many playoff runs uh can that they add value for? Having three now, one this year, two more, uh, is is huge when you're talking about an unknown right now with Embiid coming back.
2: Yeah, and I think the the key selling point with Bogdanovich is he opens up options, additional options, on basically every play that you could run. Because, yes, he's not like a, you're not giving him the ball as like, oh, he's the point guard, he runs the offense. but you put him on the floor in the backcourt with Tyrese Maxey, and you can use those guys interchangeably as the off-ball shooter. You can have Bogdanovich start the play, finish with Tyrese, or have Tyrese start the play. Bogdanovich is coming off a pin down, running a dribble handoff with Joel. Like you can, you and he's got enough juice off the dribble to get to the rim, can play make a little bit. Like everything is there offensively. I think look he's got defensive limitations has not been good when i've watched him in atlanta this year but i think has been better on a frankly better version of the hawks in the past and i think proper motivation assuming joel Embiid is behind him eventually that he can get to at least passable not good but passable and i think what he opens up offensively will will be worth all of that. I, I know Caruso has come up a lot, but I think the, the asking price there has been so high already that I'm not, I'm not overpaying what we already think is a fairly high price base level. Yeah. Yep. 100%. Yeah.
1: I would, I would yeah. honestly really like her and watching Springer today, just reinforce how much I would like Caruso because Caruso is that defensively, but more versatile and will actually shoot and isn't, won't make dumb decisions offensively all the time. Uh, I like Caruso a lot. I think he's actually a little bit undersold by some Sixers fans because of his, he's not a standout offensive player. But it does seem like Chicago's not really acting like a rational team right now. Uh, they should yeah. be auctioning him off right now with only one year left on the contract. This is the best time to get some value. There's no reason for them to bring him back on his next contract. They're not at that stage of their team life cycle, but they don't seem to be the smartest front office in the room. So I think they're going to blow up you know bungle it um and i we've got i'm curious like caruso is hype i don't know if that means good or bad he is a sensational that's That's good i like that's not overhyped that's
2: in not old man speak that's i i mean i guess no you're that's fair I, i'm I, I was
1: reading 50. it as it's he's all hype or only hype but it could be he could be using it in a good context too i realize that man you mean. are
2: so mysterious buddy I, I don't know what to make of that comment that was done i purpose. would
1: yeah. uh, my re- response to that is he is one of the two or three most impactful perimeter defenders who's playable offensively i think he would be a great addition
0: yeah and i'm with you guys on the bogdanovich part not much to add there Um, a
1: bit a big part of the reason why i would target bogey for an overpay kyle i think Kyle was right that i think chicago is just asking for too much and they don't seem like i don't think that's bluffing i think they're actually just that delirious but also because that extra year that bogdanovich has on his contract whereas caruso's only one year away from free agency uh, i would have interest in both though
0: all right um we have any more Super Chats? Let me see.
2: We have a couple, I believe. Tone Cod... Oh, no, here we go. Here's another one.
0: Nat Niel? Let's go with that. I hope that's right, (laughs) Nat Niel. (laughs) My apologies. Do you guys think Tyrese Maxey gets two passes off the ball like in the second half of when they ran offense through Tobias and, and Beverly, Nurse's offensive scheme? I don't think he gets too passive because, number one, the way he was rolling and the defense had to really adjust to what he was doing, Uh, he was a little fatigued, I'm sure, first game back after missing a few games. Still, as he said at the end of the game, not 100% on the ankle. So he needed a little little break, Nat, and uh, it was well-deserved. And you saw that when they needed him most down the stretch, even if he was a decoy to allow some of the other stuff to happen, He was there and he was there for it. And so, no, I don't think he gets too passive off the ball. Actually, he did when James Harden was here sometimes, but I think now in this different role where he's clearly the number two option and certainly number one right now, I I don't think he gets too passive.
1: I mean, look, I think think he runs more off ball when Joe's on the floor because he can leverage uh, that skill set to get him open shots. I think he ran more maybe not in the half court but in transition when Harden was here cuz he would leak out and get those early offense threes. I think right now he's just so so used and so dependent on on ball that yeah, he, he might not run as much off ball but part of that's just to get him a breather every now and then.
2: I don't think he's passive yeah, per se. I was going to say there's definitely an element of like you can't just give him the ball and have him run a pick and roll or a dribble handoff for him to try to score on every possession. There are times when you, and honestly, one of the, the biggest plays of the night, Pat Bev's corner three, Tyrese in the corner and then cutting on the baseline is what opens That's up that works. three okay. for Pat. Yeah. And so the the gravity and the attention that he draws, now some of that just a blown rotation from Utah, but the defense's eyes is going to follow Tyrese Maxey. They're not paying a, a ton of attention to Pat Bev in some ways they probably want to concede a version of that shot, not one that's as open as it was, but you do have to allow for, you know, some plays like that. So I got to give them a break from
0: time to time. That's yeah. all I'll say. Agreed. Agreed. Um, Tone Cuddy, does, Joel, does Joel's injury change anything for trades? We, we talked about that a little bit.
1: And we also like not to we just we don't have nearly enough information like it could change a little bit like we just talked about a little bit with the um bogdanovich and how he's appealing because there's two more playoff runs even after this one but it could change a lot if he's not able to come back or or if there's surgery and you don't know if he's going to come back it's just it's hard to answer that now we will certainly i promise you when the news comes out we will talk about this Almost nonstop for a week straight. Don't worry about that. It's just we're at an information deficit right now.
2: Yeah, I and we we got into a little bit on our emergency pod earlier, Tone. If you uh, if you didn't check that out, I'd recommend that for sure. I would say this: we have discussed this a bit in that I don't think it should change because the players that they are said to be. Know maybe interested in are guys that they'd want to have for the next, let's say two to three years would be the the window I would say. So, Joel being hurt would decrease the if he's hurt and he's out for a long time and we're looking at like oh this impacts the playoffs the full season, that would impact throwing everything at at, and making like a godfather offer for somebody certainly. But if there's someone they really like as I've said, probably 15 times at this point, those expiring contracts are just going to go poof, turn into nothing in a few months. And so using like, uh, I'm not, I don't like boiling players on the contracts, but using the expiring contracts of guys like Robert Covington, Marcus Morris, even to some extent, D'Anthony Melton, depending on, you know, if they think he's going to be a reliable contributor down the stretch if you can turn that into a guy with team control for the next two, three seasons, ideally you make that deal. Now, like obviously it's not ideal that Joel's hurt and you're not going to be able to make a a title run if Joel's hurt, but you still want to get as many good players as possible on your roster, whenever you can do it.
1: And look, if your suggestion here is, well, now they need to go all in on marketing. No, I don't. They didn't. They didn't need a and beat injury to I, I don't think to be willing to go all in on some like marketing or bridges. They need them to become available. And even so, I'm not sure the Sixers have enough to trade right now for either of them, so it doesn't really matter about the Sixers motivation level.
2: All right. I think that's all the super chats, fellas. So unless somebody's got anything else between you two i think derek has the the snooze button going off in his head already. i don't know you
1: die i got a little bit a little pep here as we started talking. Oh, i'm good to go i'm good to go look
2: at him go i do want to say night, like because
1: we, we spent most of it talking about maxi and tobias and whatnot you know especially to start the third quarter you had that big three from cork at the end of the clock uh you had Dude. springer on clarkson Reed had a nice trip from behind after he came up a little long on a three ball that's fine that's fine and then Kelly just like after missing, I think it was 20 of his previous 21, three pointers made three threes in the fourth quarter that were all huge. Yes. Uh, good little effort there from the role players, even Mobambo, who was pretty much unplayable for most of the night, had a couple of key blocks there in the fourth quarter. So a good little pick that me last up block he to had start the fourth quarter really uh, from aggressive. the role players.
0: Yeah. I, I didn't think he was going to recover. Actually, I thought he was in position to make the block, but we've seen him so slow and seemingly lazy at times to re- to actually get over there and make the play that he actually got the shot. He blocked it. And I thought that was impressive.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And yep. I kill Kelly all the time, but give him his praise. Like hit some threes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh,
2: to that point, Devon, like he's been a good slasher lately. When he has been driving, he's been Good at times, very good. It's the settling for junk mid ranges and yeah. tough contested threes that have been driving you crazy. But look, it, I said it tonight in the recap: if the three things you would hope for, the shots there, the driving is there, and the defensive attentiveness is there, if you can get two of those three from him every game, that's a sign, seal, delivered. I'll take it three out of three that's a a miracle basically i I will
1: say though i thought kelly's defense specifically getting through screens was really subpar today i thought he really really struggled i thought the effort wasn't there the communication the anticipation i thought he had a real rough goal of it and through like three quarters he was really pissing me off then you make three threes and all of a sudden you know i back off on you a little bit but uh, he does need to be a little more consistent on that end because that was one of the things we really gave him a lot of credit for early on in the season. One of the reasons why we sort of changed our tune on him is because he was better defensively, more locked in defensively than we were expecting. Uh, I thought he struggled for most of the night in that regard.
0: Yeah, and, and on the offensive end, with attacking the attacking the rim the way he did, if he can do that, one of those are going to land. We've seen him already make a couple of them this season, but uh, going against those big trees down there, Uh, with that aggression and trying to flush it home like that, if he's going to get more shots with NBA being out. So it's just a matter of how engaged is he in the game and how much of a positive or negative will it be in the end result? But yeah,
1: sometimes Kelly getting more shots isn't always getting the best version of Kelly though. So we
0: will see how he handles it. We shall see. And, uh, I do want to say, since a couple of people telling me to continue to do my job. Listen, man. Liam is the last <laughs> one in there. <laughs> the funny
1: thing is, that's all you said, and we know exactly what they meant.
0: Exactly. Listen, my the do- my daughter's asleep, but when they came in, because they were out, one, my my middle one said, "Dad, Corey, Corey is Mikhail's younger brother." Corey texted me, said we're gonna be at the game, right? And I was like, "Would you tell them? Yeah, of course." So, <laughs> so Liam, I'll talk to him for you tomorrow first before we see him on Saturday, or. or at least my daughter and her cousins are talking about the game. So there you go, Liam. How about that? <laughs> All right, my job's done. You got, you guys, your job's done for the night. Well, Kyle, I mean, we your already job's not, not yet.
1: There is do or do not. There is no try, Devon. Your job's not done until it's accomplished.
0: <laughs> well,
2: fair. one more quick thing before we get out of here, related to the game. Tyrese Maxey joined a club tonight. Of 50 four zero? players, including him. 50 points, zero turnovers, 60% field goal. Can you guess? Uh, there are two that you might be able to get. The third one is a weird one. Can I go off ball? Tony Delk.
0: No. No. Okay. Can you run the names real fast again?
2: No, I did. Oh, the stats unit. 50 points, 60% field goal, zero turnovers. Four guys, including Maxi. Jeez.
1: I saw this pop up on Twitter too earlier today and I just completely blanked on the name. Let's see, hold on. There's a...
2: Okay, one of them is from Philadelphia.
1: Dana Barrows.
2: No, I'm saying like the city of Philadelphia. Oh, is it Wilt? It is not. I don't know, I'm fucking blanking. Um, Lower Merion graduate. Kobe. Kobe's one. I would have never guessed the zero turnovers. Another one is a current player who also had a similar game to Joel last week.
0: Um, but I'm
2: really getting you guys.
1: With this. No, I'm looking up Tony. De- oh, Tony had two turnovers in that one
2: game where he
0: had 53. Was it Luca?
2: It was Luca. So the, the mystery player, if you guys want to, do you want a hint? Do you want to guess? Oh, yeah, or give me a hint.
0: Again? Give me a hint. Okay. He
2: was part of a finals team in the late 2000s.
0: 50 points, no turn. Finals team in the late 2000s. Chelsea Billups? No.
2: Further up the lineup. I'll give you that, too. Further so up the a, lineup? Not a one. So like a uh oh, I, well, I got a exactly player maybe. I
0: got. You. Yeah, maybe. Okay.
2: Not yeah, a center I'm, either. So 2 through 4. I'm marathon. too tired,
1: man. I'm just fucking saying. Tim Duncan.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I told you it was a weird one. Richard Lewis is okay. the only one. Wow. 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 So man, I just I just looked
1: six. it up because for some reason Tony Dunk couldn't get out of my mind. He scored 53 in a game. His second and third highest scoring games of career of his career, exactly 53. The second highest scoring game was 27.
2: We had some one good the- guesses in the chat. I see somebody guessed, uh, Turkaloo who was on that team that I was referring to. We had Michael red. So I don't know if he's ever in the finals, but he is in that same, same general era. Yeah. Paul Pierce got guests, but yeah, Rashard Lewis. So That's a congrats one. to Tyrese on joining that illustrious club. Congrats to us for still doing a 47 minute podcast <laughs> after doing a, a 45 minute podcast earlier. Yeah. And, and congrats, congrats to all of every, you, right? <laughs> every single listener still here or that was with us, I love y'all to death because I cannot believe it, it is almost 2 a.m. on the East Coast. And, and a what up to all of y'all? Freaking sickos, man! Freaking sickos! What up I'm running all. names: Kane and Liam and Puff is the dude. <laughs> Mateus, Untitled, Money Mart, Luca, A.A. <laughs> what up, A.A. Rod? Mr. Rock? Rudy Pooh, Foster Black, Nolan Reese.
0: Rudy Poo. I got to correct your Matt name. Niel, what, else? what did
1: what did Devon say earlier?
0: <laughs> Roddy Poo. <laughs> <laughs> double duty
2: for the gang. Double duty for the chatters, the fans. Just a guy. I see you. Oh, there's a oh, thing. Ryan there Perfect. Oh, my God. Cannoli. Jay of the jungle. Al, the two-minute warning is here. I knew I could count on Al. What up, At two and a
1: Sorry, I can't. I have to.
2: You got it. From it's 2 a.m. Iroh. It's my guy. Derek's going to cut out. Luke Rappaport. <laughs> do you I want me you to all. just
1: close the browser now just out of habit? And make it a bit?
2: <laughs> coach hold Noel on T. X-Men. <laughs> I'm going to name every single person. What up, X?
0: What up, X? What up, Coach? I see you all. In I don't need to events. tell you guys.
2: You're all subscribed. You all get notifications. You all hit that thumbs up button. Vince, Nat Niel. I love y'all. Good night. We will be back with you. Yes. Saturday evening. We are off tomorrow. Enjoy your Friday. Stay and thank safe. you, Bree. Thank you, Bree.
1: That was a great job.
0: Superhero performance for Bree. Round of applause. And Derek's soundboard. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Good night,
2: Luke. y'all. Good night. We all silly like the man.